0: AM 1600, KIVA, BQ.FM, rockoftalk.com. I'm Eddie Aragon, the Rock of Talk. Glad to be here with you for another edition of Dr. William Summers' Life Imagined right here in the Kiva each and every Saturday. This uh, one is recorded, however. uh, but We do welcome your texts during this time directly at 550-5500. And uh, we want to go ahead and kind of do a a rundown on what the show is before we hand it on over to Dr. Summers and uh, he's going to give us our quote and quips. And then he's got an interview uh, with a gentleman who owns a telemedicine company here in town. And a good friend of mine, his name, Dick Kabotsky who has no doubt been doing what he's been doing. But uh, here we go, uh, folks. Uh, we'll have a co- of course, our quotes and quips, health hacks, cinnamon, ginger, and ACV. I'll be a part of that. Ivermectin, heart and blood and Prozac, a COVID-19 update. Your government hates you and stuff you're not supposed to know, history you're not supposed to know, including Willie Brown and the homeless, health, metohagia, sinusitis, mask mandates, liver spots, all that and more. Don't, get, don't forget, folks, where you get memory Vitalizer and life imagined, local stores including Sharon Care Pharmacy in Belen, Duran Central Pharmacy, Sam's Regent Pharmacy, uh, Best Buy Pharmacy, Menal Pharmacy. Yes,
1: Eddie, we are on. And we are on. And let's uh, start off today. We've got a guest in studio. We're going to talk to him in just a minute, but we always like to start off with some quips and quotes. And I always think of this week with Joe Biden, and I came across a, a wonderful, wonderful quote, uh, anonymous uh, quote, which says, hundreds of wise men, cannot make the world a heaven, but one idiot can turn it into hell. I should repeat that. Hundreds of wise men cannot make the world a heaven, but one idiot is enough to turn it into country. Dick Gravowski, who uh, we're talking about his name, we were trying to figure out whether he was Ukrainian or Russian. Which side <laughs> are you on on this, Dick? Welcome well, to the show. Well,
2: thank you very much, uh, Dr. Summers. Uh, appreciate being here. Yeah. and. Uh, I guess I'm on the Polish side.
1: That's great. Great tradition. Absolutely. And if I recall, Poland has some rather impressive mountains in the south on the border with Ukraine, from which uh, guerrilla warfare will probably uh, entangle the Russians uh, as it did in Afghanistan. That didn't turn out too well for them. No,
2: but it's a beautiful country, and...
1: Have you ever been there? Yeah, I was in Kiev for a little bit. Right. Uh, I took a tour there with a group of physicians looking at uh, what communism had wrought to medicine. Uh, again, in 1917, the finest medicine on the planet was practiced in Russia. We went there in 1992, the year after the fall of the Soviet empire, to see what 70 years of communism had done to uh medicine and frankly it was it was devastating. It was incredible. The only purpose for a hospital was if you were a Russian and you were dying and the vodka was not curing your problem, uh then you could go to the hospital. They would ease you into the next world. And that was the only use that the Russian people had for their hospitals in nineteen ninety two. That's sad. Yes it is. Much has changed uh, since that time. I've gone back a number of times as an invited guest and, uh, was really proud of how much progress had been made in St. Petersburg, but Dick, you're involved in the medical field. Tell us about that.
2: Okay. Well, I'm the uh, CEO for net medical express solutions. Uh, uh, for short, we call it Net medical, and it, it means that, uh, we do medicine over the internet, mm-hmm. uh, so we started this, uh, operation about 25 years ago. Uh, here in Albuquerque.
1: Wow. And it is. That was when we had two chimpanzees holding the wire together to make Uh, the internet work.
2: Exactly. Exactly.
1: But they were trained chimpanzees. (laughs) Right.
2: Right. So we, we, uh, we started doing, uh, specialized medicine, uh, specialized medicine to us means, uh, everything from neurology, uh, neurosurgery, uh, cardiology. Neurosurgery while you wait over the internet. Uh, Absolutely absolutely. So how it works is that uh, we have about 30 hospitals in New Mexico that, uh, rely on us for the specialists that they can't afford in the rural communities. Mm-hmm. So if you have a bleed on the brain, for example, you want to get a neurosurgeon to look at it. How are you going to get that into our grants. grants? Uh, or Gallup or any any you're not going to you're, you're going, not to going to
1: Hill of Vacuum to, to some
2: place with uh, doctors and exact facilities so what we did is we partnered with the University of New Mexico and we created a program that was called Access Access to Critical Care and that meant we would have a TV monitor in the operating room or in the emergency room and uh, we would have a neurosurgeon be able to dial in to that, uh, video camera and be able to see the patient and determine based on his CTs or MRIs that were being performed, uh, what to do. Should you transfer them or can you keep them? And so one of the things that we learned is that earlier, before we started doing this in 2012, um, we had, uh, uh, people that were being transferred unnecessarily, so mm-hmm. they would come in from Gallup, let's say, and if they, there was any you know, doubt,
1: they'd stick them on the hill of it. That's right,
2: and and when they got to the UNM uh, hospital, they found out that all they needed was an aspirin, and they had to put and, them on a bus, yeah, and, and stick a band aid on their yeah. knee, and, yeah, exactly. So what what this did was it allowed us to be able to switch from eighty percent transfer. To uh, eighty re- percent retention in the local community, that saved a lot of money in terms of families having to travel and find a hotel room and meals and gas uh, uh, mileage uh, that they would have to come from all over the place through New Mexico. And this way, we were able and to frightening
1: experiences and, for the patients. Oh yeah,
2: absolutely. So we we were able to perform close to twelve thousand exams over the last four years, mm-hmm. for example. Um, and this allowed us to be able to keep the patients in the local community, um, provide the same level of care, um, that they would have. Actually. In, uh, exactly. Because it was, almost, and
1: the care was, uh, timely. It, it was because if you're busy transporting, you're wasting time.
2: That's right. And this way we were able to get a neurosurgeon on within 15 minutes. Mm-hmm. and they would be able to observe what was going on with the patient and uh, I have a funny story in that regard we uh, were doing a, a consult in Las Vegas at the Alta Vista Regional Hospital up there mm-hmm. and uh, we were just doing one of the first exams of a patient that had a stroke and the family was all in the in the room and and so forth so the local, um, doctor, the emergency room doctor made the call to our call center. We had a doctor on within 10 minutes and all of a sudden, uh, uh, I happened to be in the hospital at the time and I was just on the outside of the, the emergency room and a couple of the, uh, family members came out and they were talking on their, their phone. And they said, uh, to one of the other family members that they were talking to, uh, dad is on TV talking to the doctor and, uh, <laughs> he's, famous. Was, he's famous he, and, and the doctor is in Albuquerque and we're in Las Vegas, Nevada, uh, or Las Vegas, New Mexico. Yes. And the original, and the original Vegas. Las Vegas. That's right. And, uh, so that was how it all started. And then it grew from there to doing tele uh, mm-hmm. where we're beginning to start to, um, treat dialysis patients um uh with nephrologists on a remote basis throughout the country uh cardiology the same thing mm-hmm. and uh orthopedics uh, orthopedic surgeons that can be able to uh access uh, uh the the hospitals uh, uh remote video camera to be able to see how bad a um, can you also
1: transmit be. the radiographs the x-rays absolutely and of course the lab data yeah. So they've got the full picture in front of them when they do the decision-making.
2: And we, we actually have partnered with a company in the Ukraine oh, no for kidding. that. Um, and, uh, it's called MedDream. Uh, that's mm-hmm. the name of the product. Uh, and it's a, a, way for the PAC system or the picture archiving communication system at a hospital to transmit the images to our. Servers, which are located at Amazon, uh, by the way, mm-hmm. and um, the doctor remotely could be at in the Caribbean. He could be on a ship at sea, and we can be able to. These do, days, um, a lot the,
1: of them are in India. That's, that's and correct. a lot of the radiologists yeah. that yeah. Uh, do online yeah. work are actually in India. That's right, and British trained.
2: Yeah, exactly. And so we were the the doctors are able to see. Uh, the, the radiology images, whether it's a CT or MRI, and they have access to it immediately. Mm-hmm. And then our software at Net medical, um, monitors all of that. And the doctor has a way to fill out his report on what is going on with the patient. And, um, that's transmitted within five minutes after the call is ended. And so the emergency room doctor has a very, um, um, good look at what he needs to do uh, based on the recommendations of the specialists.
1: And do you have uh, sort of a Dragon program uh, connected to the conversation? So there's a transcript as well.
2: Exactly. And there's both the Dragon type of program, but there's also the drop-down that uh, uh, you can just type the information in, and it creates mm-hmm. the sentences for you on the report. It's it's pretty spectacular pretty sophisticated yeah, stuff sophisticated stuff and that's that's the type of telemedicine that we do
1: so you can uh, bring so- sophisticated
2: medicine to Silver City exactly exactly yeah. and uh, and all over the state for that yeah. matter so you say you're in how many hospitals 30 30 hospitals out of about 36 uh, that are you know in the state Wow so close to 90% of the, the hospitals are are on the telemedicine system. And so, I'm sure in
1: Grants and uh, yeah. also in Gallup.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. At uh, Rehoboth in Gallup. In Gallup, right. In, uh, in, uh, Cibola, Gallup. right. Uh, for the Grants Hospital, you know. So that that's uh, exactly how we do it. That's one aspect of, of, of our company, uh, but we also have... Uh, um, a, a lab, uh, the lab is a moderate complex lab that allows us to be able to do testing for various, uh, kind of respiratory problems that are occurring, uh, COVID-19 testing, uh, that, um, we've did, you know, in January, close to 9,000, um, exams, mm-hmm. uh, and, uh, Although,
1: How does that work over the? I mean, do you hold the blood sample up to the camera. I'm done. no, no. In this case, uh, we're we're doing. Uh, I mean, you've got a patient in uh, Gallup, and you want to get
2: the labs. How do you do it if you don't use the local lab facility? Okay, but this this is primarily in Albuquerque. We also are in Taos and in Las Cruces. So, so the bigger facility, bigger. City, yeah, and in so. in this case, uh, what we what we are doing is we have a mobile lab. We have multiple vans that are very colorful, decorated, and we park them at Wilson Stadium, uh, at Milne Stadium, mm-hmm. uh, at other locations, uh, Victor's Pharmacy down in the South Valley, oh. and and uh, that's where we uh, you know take uh, patients in on a, a first come first served basis to be able to do. Their COVID testing. Uh, so do
1: screening so, yeah. as people are just walking down the street. Here is this van. Right. And they go, oh, I think I'll test and see if I've got sure. COVID or I yeah. think I better check my cholesterol level or whatever. Right. Yeah. And you can process it inside
2: the truck. For the rapid tests, we can process it in the truck within 15 minutes. Hmm. Okay. Once we do that, we email the results to the patient through their email. And then we also have PCR type testing, uh very sophisticated. Yeah, that's PCR. a little
1: more sophisticated than yeah. you can put in the back of a truck. Right. And we will although they're relatively small machines.
2: Exactly. And we, we then take the uh the tests for the PCR type of exam uh back to the lab and we run them throughout the night and then the results are emailed to the patient so they have that for travel purposes, uh, or other, um, seems needs. like while you're out there, you could also do some blood banking. Uh, that could be, um, you know, something in the future. We haven't done it yet, but, uh, that, that could be something that we can, we can look at, uh, expanding. There's other things that we're looking at, like, uh, breath analyzer for H. Polori, Oh, really, you know, things of that sort that, uh, can be done so
1: the most sophisticated the gold standard for diagnosing h pylori you guys could perform in these trucks that would be amazing. that's correct
2: yeah there's a 33 pound instrument now that that uh, allows us to be able to do that uh and uh, we're looking at uh, putting them into our vans as and well just
1: as our- for the audience uh, h pylori is a bacteria that causes probably 85 percent of Ulcers in the stomach and also in the duodenum. And the acid reflux. And acid reflux is tied in with H. pylori. And if you don't treat it, uh, it can be associated with gastric cancers and other cancers. Yep. So it's um, a really important preventative health uh, way to go. And the breath test is really the gold standard. Uh, the backup, of course, is the serology looking for your antibodies to H. pylori.
2: But trying to culture H. pylori directly, that's uh, fraught with difficulties. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So this, this is uh, something that I think is definitely needed. Uh, as we look at how medicine could work in the future, um, we, we, we could see vans actually going to people's homes and being able to have uh, uh, a setup where they, they have the video equipment. Would this so be vans
1: doctors, or drones?
2: Uh, <laughs> well, maybe that's a little ahead of our time, but uh, we, we, uh, we think that being able to have a doctor, be able to talk to a patient at their home uh, and being able to treat them, give them the proper you know uh, evaluation could be done totally in this manner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that is a uh, brave new world. Brave new world. Well, it's it's not anything more than what it, what you guys used to do with carrying a bag, the black bag, into people's home in the 50s and 60s. We got it, kind of got away from that, uh, but now I think there's yeah, a way to go back.
1: It's know? hard to carry enough equipment, uh, an X-ray machine, for example, in your black bag, that's, that's why we ended up with hospitals and bringing people to us because of the equipment issue. Exactly, and it was kind of limited with what you could carry in your black bag. But Dick, I got to ask, you were in the world of radio for many many years. How did you segue and transition into the world of medicine? Oh boy, I'll, I'll tell that's you, that's got to
2: be quite a story. I've had I've had three careers in my lifetime. Okay, the first was from high school for about 11 years i i was the top 40 disc jockey uh, at various radio stations around the country uh, because you could never keep a job based on your ratings that <laughs> that happened but that that's no, not even a rush mess. limbo figured that out oh yeah exactly and and uh, uh that that's not exactly how it happened but uh, uh you know you kept moving up in in the different stations in the different markets and so forth and then from there I wanted to get into sales and got involved with uh, selling advertising for a magazine called Popular Electronics. Oh and, wow, I uh, remember that. That that was a that was a fun project, uh, and I stayed in in publishing for a number of years, and then um, somehow I got involved with uh, uh, the technology, and I started New Mexico Software. Which became Net Medical in later mm. years because too many people were asking us, uh, uh, calling on the phone to ask, "Can we buy a copy of Microsoft Word?" Oh, no, that's not what we were doing. That was not what New Mexico Software was about. So we uh, actually changed the name in 2013 to uh, Net Medical, mm. and that's how we got into the medical side. Uh, we we came up with a program that was called X Rex. It was kind of a of a, Excuse
1: me, did you say X-Lax?
2: X-Rex. Oh, x, okay. X-R-E-X. Yeah, x yeah. is a different product. That's a different product. <laughs> yeah, we weren't involved with that. Um, but X-Rex was a, um, a takeoff on FedEx. Hmm. Okay. What we did was we did X-Ray Express. Hmm. And so that's how we did the radiology uh, technology back then. So you then. started and, off in radiology? Yeah, we then. started off in radiology. And, uh, uh, that that became a commodity product. Uh, uh, you know, people from India were doing doing that uh, type of work for a couple of dollars. I mean, you could get an MRI read for 15 bucks, which that was uh, uh, that was a little and bit very different. competently. I yeah, did absolutely.
1: Plus, if you wanted to talk to the radiologist as a primary care physician, they had systems where you could talk to the person who read the film and read the film with them, which is. One yep. of the things I like to do, you know, when I have time, I go by the radiologist and I want to have a conversation. With, what do you sure. see on this film? That's right. And that was uh, you were made that available to the local docs. That's, that's right.
2: That's quite a product. Yeah. And then we transitioned into the uh, into the specialist area.
1: Hmm. So you just kept expanding in yeah.
2: medicine, yeah. And that's that's what we continue to do as we look at. The new way of handling medicine,
1: and what will become the necessary way, because frankly, uh, physicians are becoming relatively
2: rare. Absolutely, mm-hmm. most of them and I are. I
1: think by design,
2: most of them are are being bought up by uh, the, the the hospital chains around. Yeah, the thing. HMOs. Yeah, the HMOs and, and so forth. You know,
1: and it's for example in COVID, for example. Um, I have been blessed enough to treat probably about 300 people so far Mm -hmm. uh, for COVID. Very simple disease to treat if you catch it early enough. I hate it when somebody comes in and says, yeah, I became symptomatic 10 days ago. They've kind of taken away my thunder and my ability to be of help. But when they roll in in a day or two, there's a lot I can do to help them. But what saddens me is I get stories of people who end up in the HMOs and the HMO docs can't even talk about treatments that are in, incredibly effective, such as ivermectin or hydroxychloroquine. Absolutely, Or they stand a chance of being fired by the HMO uh, leadership, which is really not a physician. It's a uh, CEO that has a... Uh, MBA, and that's a different set of ethics uh, than the MD ethics. So, uh, you know, they want to keep their job, so they just keep their mouth shut, and that's it. I lost a very uh, close friend's wife, who uh, very nice lady, an RN, ended up in a local ICU with COVID, and they would not give her monoclonal antibodies because she was in the hospital. And they only permit it as an outpatient. Her husband had the uh, same infection, and he was wise enough or lucky enough to get treated as an outpatient, get the monoclonal antibody. He's still with us, but his wife uh, ended up in the hospital, and they didn't treat her, and she passed.
2: That's, that, that's a... Um, it's tragic. A, tra- a, tra- a tragedy, because there can be so many things that you can do if you if, if you have right, if your hands catching, untied yeah, yeah that's right uh, no I, I firmly believe the ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine uh, zithromax uh, those those type of things can be very very helpful early on and mm-hmm. you stay away from the respirator and uh, um, the the icu uh, um, i understand that half the, the chance.
1: mortality uh, if they put you on a respirator is 85% chance You're going to pass on. That's right. That's a pretty dreadful number, quite frankly. Yeah. Um, And speaking back of ivermectin, there was an article that came out uh, really a couple of weeks ago in JAMA. And it is a politically correct um, article, uh, some Malaysian docs. And to get it published in the abstract, they say, well, there's really no evidence that ivermectin is useful and they published their data and their data is exact opposite of the abstract shows that the ivermectin was clearly three times uh, better you didn't need statistics to figure it out uh, but was uh, robustly better than the vaccines and that the vaccines were of little value at all certainly in malaysia maybe it's something to do with the climate of malaysia
2: uh, I I I, <laughs> I doubt I'm not it. Not sure frankly. about that. But but it, the same thing happened in India. Yes, India. Uh, I, great was, success was, with was, Ivermectin was was very successful, and uh, they they practically eliminated it in this one large state within India. Yes, uh, that that uh, was. Uh, now, was, in
1: you applied statistics there, you saved millions of lives right. with a very inexpensive drug, Ivermectin.
2: Yes. I mean, it was uh, ten, fifteen cents, as opposed to some of the things that they were trying to do with the, with all of the vaccines.
1: Yeah, the remdesivir right. is yeah. estimated around three thousand yeah. yeah. dollars. Plus, it has toxicity to the kidney. Yeah. Yep. Eddie, where are we now? Oh, okay. Yeah, Dick. Thank you for coming in the studio. And if someone wants to get a hold of you, what is your do you mind giving contact information? Sure. Uh, they can
2: contact me at CEO at netmedical.com. CEO at netmedical.com. CEO at, at,
1: netmedical.com. at netmedical.com. Yep.
2: That's that's All an right. easy way to do it, and I'll be happy to respond to anyone who has any questions about uh, what we do. Okay. Thanks, Dr. De- Summers. thank
1: you for coming in. We I appreciate it. it. Okay. Take care now. Take care. Yeah, let's move back to some topics. I uh, overdid myself uh, in preparing for the show today. I've actually, you have about 20 pages of notes. We're not going to get to it all. So it's pick and choose time. Uh, but what I had prepared is uh, something that Eddie asked me several weeks ago to talk about cinnamon, ginger, and apple cider vinegar and uh, their uses uh, and i like that because these are things that you control you don't need a prescription pad to buy some cinnamon ginger or apple cider vinegar then i was going to do a little anatomy lesson on the heart and uh, blood uh, pressure and uh, the cardiovascular system i was also going to do a little update on uh, unusual uses for ivermectin especially in the field of cancer. And I was going to do a little expose on Prozac, the wonder drug, as well as uh, history you're not supposed to know. I want to talk about Willie Brown and the homeless crisis here in Albuquerque. There is a connection. And wow. finally, yes, there is. We, you want to go to the history?
0: <laughs> yeah, we could do that. All right. So I actually don't need these. We can actually, uh, it, great thing about all this is uh, we are doing this. And this is the final week. We did get the new board, so I'm pretty excited about all of that. Yeah, it's
1: beautiful. Uh, it's Summer, absolutely so. gorgeous. Yeah, you should so. show pictures on the website.
0: We will. We'll, we'll It's get some got of that bells out. and uh,
1: whistles, and it's got oh man. And it's, you know, we're
0: working with our video cameras here, yeah. so people can see on Rocker Talk TV. And isn't Duck a, a Dick a wonderful guy? He
1: is. He's, He's a
0: really good guy. Very knowledgeable. He really is. He's a a, a good guy, smart guy. I love the guy. Uh, consider him. Uh, A great friend, and I'm glad to have you. So, you've already run down on everything. We did our quotes and quips, and uh, you want to jump right into history we're not supposed to know?
1: Yeah, and uh, I wanted to talk
0: about Willie Brown and the homeless of Albuquerque. It wouldn't be a good uh, medical show if we didn't talk a little bit of politics with Dr. Summers there. Yeah, in
1: 1962, Ken Casey came out with a novel entitled One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. And it was later made into a very, very popular movie. Uh, and it's uh, so called uh, well, the plot was a criminal, Jack Nicholson, pleaded insanity and was admitted to a mental institute where he rebelled against the oppressive nurse, Nurse Ratchet, if you recall. And then he rallied the scared but normal patients and took them to a ball game. And that was the movie. And the implication was that all of these people in mental institutes were just normal folk. They were a little bit different. Um, and uh, if you just gave them a chance, they could be normal folk. All right. Now, that had a profound effect on mental health in America, this uh, novel by Ken Kesey, And he was a rather uh, difficult and uh, troublesome individual. If you really want the story on Ken Casey, read the electric Kool-Aid acid test uh, that uh, exposes him for the difficult person that he was. The second part of the story is a gentleman by the name of Willie Lewis Brown Jr., Willie Brown, an 88-year-old gentleman who uh, just happens to be black and who served for over 30 years in the California Assembly He was first elected in 1965 and spent 15 years as the Speaker of the House in the California State Assembly, was probably one of the most powerful men in America and certainly one of the most powerful Democrats. And as we know, Camilla Harris, uh, uh, shall we say, tutored uh, at his knees or on her knees or something along those nature and uh, if I get the story right, uh, young Camilla Harris got into vice and is now the vice president or the president of vice. I'm not sure what her role yeah, is these days. Uh,
0: her role is to do everything that uh, um, I, I guess the president isn't, which is uh, walk, run, you know, perform the basic five.
1: <laughs> and, and think. <laughs> think that's, yeah. that's a big one. Anyway, so we have Willie Brown, we have One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest, and in 1967, shortly after the novel uh, The Cuckoo's Nest was written, the Landerman-Petra Short Act was passed in California, and it was designed to regulate involuntary civil commitment to mental health institutes in the state of California. But it became the model throughout all 50 states. At the time it was passed, uh, Landerman, who was a Republican, but Petrus and short, were Democrats, and Willie Brown came out to say that the intent of this law was to end inappropriate, indefinite, and involuntary commitment of mentally disordered people. The theory was, was all the people in the mental health institutes of California were just normal folk who gotten caught up in that system. And they were to, according to the Landerman Petra Short, be provided prompt evaluation and treatment, and it was to safeguard individual rights, and the emphasis was on individual rights. And finally, the Landerman Petra Short Act committed all existing agencies in the state of California to assist the mission of finding inappropriate and deaf and involuntary commitment of mental health patients and get them on the streets, okay? And as a result, uh, we have no state, long-term state institutions for the mentally ill beginning to be anything like that which existed in the early 60s. And instead of people... Uh, dying in mental health institutes at the age of 72, the schizophrenics of America. Mm -hmm. What is now happening is these very same schizophrenics are dying on the streets of America, in the cold, homeless, and dumpster diving behind McDonald's because they really are not suited to uh, hold uh, a job or to provide for themselves. Uh, And I would say the current estimates are that 25%, one out of four, of homeless people are seriously mentally ill, predominantly schizophrenia. And that's as opposed to only 6% of the general population um, are mentally ill. So a great preponderance of them end up in jail. So prison has become the mental health institutes of America. I don't think this is an improvement over the way it used to be, quite frankly.
0: No, it certainly isn't. Uh, well, thank you uh, for the history we're not supposed to know because they don't want you to know that. They don't uh, want you to know, but here's the key. Know who's, who's
1: yeah, here's the key. Willie Brown made the connection when he read the Cuckoo's Nest. We're spending an awful lot of California money on these mental health institutes in Norwalk, California, and Camarillo and places like that. What if we shut those down and took that money and recommitted that money to Oakland and to people on disability who vote because people in mental institutes don't vote, but people on welfare do. So really what it was was a sleight of hand to move money away from caring for the mentally ill to people who are on welfare who vote Democrat and will continue to vote Democrat all of their lives. So I, I view it as a very bad piece of history, frankly. Yeah, there was. Is. And the other thing is I kept looking in my career for all of these normal people who were in state hospitals. I haven't found one. I'm still looking. It's just outrageous.
0: Piece of history we'd like to forget. Yeah, um, unfortunately, a, uh, for many of you out there who are our fans and who love the product, and, of course, there's Memory vitalizer, and Memory vitalizer will keep you remembering those things so they can't do it to you again. But it is sad to have to uh, go through that. You can go to local stores, including Sharon Care Pharmacy in Belen, Grand Central Pharmacy, Sam's Region Pharmacy, Best Buy Pharmacy, Minol Pharmacy, Evergreen Herbal Market in Rio Rancho. How about Moses Country Store on 4th Street, Village Apothecary in Cedar Crest, Care Drug in Aztec, and Sierra Blanca Pharmacy in Rio de Janeiro, New Mexico. You can also go to Addison Drug Fort Sumner. I happened to pick up mine at Duran's Central Pharmacy last week. Uh, My memory vitalizer. Uh, My suggestion is that you go to uh, Moses Sharing Care or Sam's or Best Buy uh, here. uh, And I think that'd be a, a good buy. You can go ahead and go directly to the website, best place. And, on a mailer, right?
1: Yes, uh, you we know, mail it out.
0: Uh, kind of an interesting thing that's happening right now, Dr. Summers. I noticed that when Amazon is offering like a 5% discount for people who get subscriptions, right? And it's timely. And so what they do is like they have the intervals. And we have an 180 pills in those. Uh, right. And that's a really important number for people who are like, like trying, like me, I'm a math guy. Keep yeah. regular stay on top of things. So, folks, you can order this every couple of months, and you're set to go. And Get if you order three
1: or four bottles, there's tremendous discounts for yeah. larger orders. There
0: you go. You could do it that way as well. And all you have to do is pick up the phone, dial direct, 800-606-0192. That's 800-606-0192. Uh, by the way, Dr. Summers is uh, in the house, and we'd like to go ahead and plug his friends over at Albuquerque Neuroscience. They are looking. They've got two different studies. We repeated this last week. And it's a depression study. They're looking for people ages 18 to 75 with moderate to severe depression to test a new quite active antidepressant against a placebo. If you want to be part of that, all we need for you to do is to go ahead and pick up the phone and dial direct 505-848-83773. That's 848-3773. That's ages 18 to 75 if you want to jump in that. Memory difficulties, well, we hope that that's not the case. But if your age is 50 to 87, poor memory for greater than the last six months, potential Alzheimer's, must have a kill giver or a loved one participate. Same number. If you know somebody, um, all you have to do is pick up the phone and dial direct. 505-848-3773. Let's get into some health hacks uh, very quickly, Dr. Sure, Somerson. absolutely. I don't mind racing through these if you want to uh, consume uh, a lot more of these. It's entirely up to you at your base.
1: Okay, Um, well, I promised that I would talk about cinnamon, ginger, and apple cider vinegar, so so here we are. But uh, cinnamon is, in general, an antiseptic. It improves circulation. It is a digestive aid. As an antiseptic, it's antiviral, anti-bad bacteria, and antifungal. That's kind of cool. It improves gut health. It also reduces blood pressure and controls blood sugar, especially in those folks with adult-onset diabetes or type 2 diabetes, and it relieves digestive discomfort, for example, irritable bowel syndrome. As an anti-inflammatory and antioxidant, it is quite superior, Uh, and Quite frankly, its effect on blood sugar is amazing. It has a compound in it that mimics insulin. In fact, it'll take your natural insulin and multiply the effect or take your injected insulin and actually augment that. So if you add cinnamon, a quarter of a teaspoon to a half a teaspoon a day to your diet uh, and you're on insulin, check and watch it carefully for several weeks. The cinnamon is quite potent. And how do you get cinnamon into it? Well, you put it in your coffee. You put it on your ice cream. You uh, put it in your Wheaties. Uh, you can put it on your burgers, I suppose. Uh, you just use it around the house. Or you can actually go to a health food store and buy it as capsules. And ginger is another thing that we were going to talk about. It is a root. Uh, from a flowering plant in Southeast Asia. It is related to turmeric. It's also related to cardamom. And then other members of the ginger family are called galango. And uh, galangal is also called Chinese ginger. There's also a Laotian ginger. Those are root uh, products that look similar to ginger and have very similar effects. Ginger, of course, is the stuff that's found in ginger ale. So it's very good as a comative to help GI issues. Uh, It can be used to treat nausea and morning sickness, ladies. It can also be used to help you in your effort to lose weight. Don't lose weight. Discard it. If you lose weight, you look around and find it, usually a Krispy Kreme. But it also has interesting downstream effects as the ginger is metabolized and uh, it suppresses inflammatory um, cytokines and it suppresses inflammatory chemicals in the body. So it gives pain relief for osteoarthritis. Now, as I said, ginger lowers blood sugars, not as potently as cinnamon does, but it certainly contributes it can reduce menstrual pain. If you're interested in your cholesterol, it can lower the bad cholesterol and presumably increase the good cholesterol if there is such an item. I'm not sure there's a good or a bad there. Those who are into cancer state that uh, ginger is a cancer preventative, especially GI cancers, bowel cancer, et cetera, et cetera. And some believe they would protect against Alzheimer's disease. It is not a component of memory revitalizer because the quantities were too large to be uh, bioactive uh, to put in the formulation. But it was considered at one time. And for those who have dental issues, it reduces gingivitis even when taken as a pill. And, of course, it improves the immune system. And that's the story on ginger. Uh, shall we get into apple cider vinegar?
0: I have some just in the other room. I believe we should, Doctor.
1: Okay. Well, do you it, a weight
0: loss—I'll tell you—that's yeah. uh, one of the secrets.
1: It also increases the uh, good HDL cholesterol while lowering your blood sugar levels and improving your insulin resistance. It improves blood fat levels because the acetic acid dissolves fat, helps digestion because it breaks down food, most specifically protein in the stomach, Uh, especially for those folks who uh, fail the burp test, proving they have low acid in the stomach. It also helps acid reflux. And topically, you can use it on the skin because it contains malic acid, And it'll do things like bleach out the uh, age spots that come from too much sun exposure. It's used in acne, and it unclogs pores and is good for teenagers. Uh, If you put a little bit in your shampoo, it uh, gives you healthier hair and reduces dandruff.
0: Yes, it does.
1: Theoretically, uh, apple cider vinegar boosts energy by... Ramping up your metabolism from an electrolyte point of view, apple cider vinegar contains potassium. It also has amino acids and it does allegedly improve the immune system and changes your microbiome. That is the content of the bacteria in your large bowel. Really? Okay. That's what they say. Huh? Um, From an antiviral point of view, it's good for colds and flus because it also basically has probiotic uh, properties. And it also helps muscle cramps due to uh, the potassium in there. And the acetic acid in apple cider vinegar is like the legendary pickle juice that's used to to reduce uh, muscle cramps. And but that's let me the health tax.
0: Let me, let me ask you very quickly. Let's go back. Uh, ginger, crystallized ginger, yes or no? Your thoughts on
1: I think that? it's, yeah, I, I love it. It's a great candy. It'd be a great dessert.
0: Okay. Uh, in terms of apple cider vinegar, I've just got a recommendation for our audience that use it every single day. Do not buy anything but apple cider vinegar itself. You don't want the one that's fortified or flavored. Mm. There's lots of apple cider vinegar. You,
1: you're saying Bragg's.
0: <laughs> yeah they have these different ones that are uh sugared yes not so, a good idea so it, it full of does. calories, right and, yeah and they don't have the same thing in fact it works against you especially if you're trying to lose weight so mm-hmm. the only one that you want is the actual apple slatter, cider vinegar uh mm-hmm. itself i'm glad you said good on the crystallized ginger because i have one piece every single day there you go have it. um and uh it says here that you lower blood sugars. my biggest um I should say fear is getting diabetes, you know, that's. My that is there. a so,
1: disease to avoid.
0: Yeah. Um, and the other thing is cancer prevention, because I don't know what it, you know, where cancer really comes from. I do know that sugar feeds it once you have it. So, and mm-hmm. then it doesn't everybody want good breath and I have very good breath and I think it is because of ginger. Last thing, uh, cinnamon. How do I, I don't know what to put cinnamon in. How should I consume that?
1: You can use it just about anywhere. I mean, on your wheaties, I mean, anywhere. Coffee um, in your of coffee. Sugar? Yeah, you put it in your coffee.
0: Okay, I think we'll go ahead and 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 uh, do that. By the yeah. way, folks. now you
1: can also buy cinnamon tablets, which would be two hundred to four hundred milligrams in yeah. tablets or capsules, and you just get it over with.
0: Yeah. No thanks. All right, let's give it a very quick uh, COVID update, and then we'll wrap the show, uh, Dr. Summers. Okay. By the way, this is uh, Dr. Summers' Memory Vitalizer and Life Imagine show. We are on TV this week, um, but it's going to be a little bit rough. We're kind of working through the last little bit kinks of everything. And, of course, uh, Eric has been doing your live show. I hear that you have a lot of calls. Oh, it's he counted wonderful. 16 calls last week. Is that true?
1: Yeah, we've got a great audience. I mean, they sit around puzzling for two weeks between the call shows yeah. to figure out what great question to ask. Okay. But I didn't really get a chance wonderful. to
0: listen, so I'm just going off of what I've been told. And apparently, that's uh, that's that's the good stuff. By the way, folks, uh, you can get Memory Revitalizer and Life Imagine during or at local stores, including Sharon Care Pharmacy in Belen. Durant Central Pharmacy, Sam's Regent Pharmacy, Best Buy Pharmacy, Manol Pharmacy, Evergreen Herbal Market in Rio Rancho, Moses Country Store in 4th Street, The Village Apothecary in Cedar Crest, Care Drug in Aztec, Sierra Blanca Pharmacy in Rio Doso. You can go to memoryvitalizer.net, lifelink.com, or order direct, 800-606-0192. Let's do a quick COVID-19 update.
1: Yeah, it's sad this week. Again, I go to an article that one of the listeners sent me uh, by Daniel Horowitz who uh, noted that he was getting podcast listeners sending in complaints that their packages, that they ordered things online, were being confiscated by the FDA and customs. And uh, there was one person in particular he talked about that her package was held in customs per the uh, discussion of the FDA that contained ivermectin some doxycycline and antibiotics, and zinc. The FDA even held the zinc, and it's just one more piece of evidence that your apparatchiks in the government, folks, they want you dead. Uh, That's just outrageous that uh, they would hold up the ivermectin that you might order on the internet for personal use. But another piece of news comes out of the U.S. District A court in Virginia, Judge Mark Pittman, on January 6th, denied the request of the FDA to suppress data on Pfizer's uh, vaccine against COVID-19. For 75 years, the FDA and Pfizer attorneys asked the judge to suppress a freedom of information request uh, looking for side effects. And the judge said, no, you have to release and honor these uh, Freedom of Information Act requests. So they did a dump on the uh, final Tuesday of last month, and it was shocking what was found. They dumped 55 pages of documents, and uh, quite frankly, uh, I don't know how these documents, Uh, vaccines were approved by the FDA even for experimental use because there were over 150,000 severe adverse events in the first three months that Pfizer was available, Pfizer COVID-19 vaccine. And of the 150,000 people who suffered side effects, the list of the side effects is the severe side effects is impressive. And I'm going to take a minute and actually read this list because it's shocking. Acute kidney failure, acute flaccid myelitis, that means you become paralyzed. A good example of that is the singer, Celine Dion.
0: Yes, Celine Dion.
1: Uh, She's apparently still trying to recover from her vaccine. Anti-sperm antibody, guys, that becomes positive. And, uh, you know, can lead to uh, impotence. Brain stem emboli, that's called stroke. Brain stem thrombosis, that's also called stroke. Here's one, cardiac arrest. We call that dead. I would consider that as a serious adverse event being dead, wouldn't you? And cardiac failure. Also, cardiac ventricular thrombosis, that's clots in the blood vessels to the heart. Cardiogenic shock. Central nervous system vasculitis, very severe, serious problem. You see that in lupus erythematosus, um, SLE naturally, but this vaccine can cause it. Neonatal death, deep vein thrombosis, very common. Encephalitis in the brainstem, hemorrhagic encephalitis in the brain, once again, frontal lobe epilepsy, epileptic psychosis that's suddenly going goofy, facial paralysis, Bell's palsy, fetal distress syndrome, gastrointestinal amyloidosis, very bad disease, tonic, clonic, generalized seizures. Hashimoto's encephalopathy, the brain is a real target for this uh, this vaccine. Hepatitis, uh, hepatic vascular thrombosis, in other words clots in your liver. Herpes zoster reactivation, immune-mediated hepatitis. Interstitial lung disease. Jugular venous embolism. That goes to frankly uh The the head, Uh, juvenile myoclonic epilepsy, liver injury, low birth weight, myocarditis. We've seen pictures of athletic uh, soldiers and kids just running along, dropping dead.
0: Uh, Not just uh, one or two, many Dr. Summers. There's been lots of that that's happening. In fact, there's an entire website uh, dedicated to exactly the myocarditis uh, failures in young people. And the diagnoses, particularly in athletes of soccer, football, and I think basketball.
1: Probably. Neonatal seizures, pancreatitis, and subsequent diabetes. Pneumonia. tachycardia, rapid heartbeat. Temporal lobe epilepsy. I'm still going on with this list. Testicular autoimmunity. In other words, you're making antibodies against your testicles, guys thrombotic cerebral infarct that's another form of stroke type 1 diabetes that comes from uh, pancreatic failure venous thrombosis in the neonates in the fetus the the fetus gets uh, clots vertebral artery thrombosis woof uh, and then it goes on there are in total of 1246 different medical conditions noted after the vaccination. Folks, this is a bombshell. In my uh, patients, I strongly recommend against any of these vaccines. And I noticed that... Uh, so, did the
0: state of Florida.
1: Yeah, a uh, local uh, TV doctor came out uh, attacking the... Uh, Surgeon General of Florida and pushing to get vaccines and little tiny kindergartners. That's just wrong
0: thinking. It is. Uh, um, from every way. And uh, we've been up there every step of the way. Dr. Summers is not recommending any of this stuff. Um, by the way, the best medicine is prevention. And uh, oregano oil, OSHA, um, obviously the apple cider vinegar, uh, taking good care of yourself, plenty of fluids, getting plenty of rest and no stress or the least amount of stress that you can possibly do is a great way to protect your immunity. Um, Interesting uh, this week- And the COVID
1: is largely gone. I haven't seen an active case for about 10 days. Funny how
0: I just just died. Uh, Here's the other thing I think that is important in the uh, state of Tennessee, Dr. Summers, uh, this week, a couple of, or cut last week, a couple of people testified, doctors testified. Hmm. In to We're people. allowed to actually testify. Yeah, uh, with regard to <laughs> natural immunity and how natural immunity needs to be recognized as, just like as the vaccine is, as one of the strongest combatants against uh, COVID-19.
1: Yeah, the Israeli data are unambiguous. Natural immunity is far superior
0: to any of these vaccines. Especially during the Omicron. Yeah, or the, the oh my god, Oh, my God.
1: And and uh, this same TV doctor here locally was pushing, we've got new variants, and they're probably going to call those variants to scare the population, women and children first variant, and the one after that is going to be the head for the hills variant. That's funny.
0: <laughs> All right, uh, Dr. Summers, we appreciate you as always uh, being a sponsor. More importantly, best way to help uh, our advertisers, uh, and to help you and to thank them for the listening, is by buying their products, including Memory Vitalizer and Life Imagined, you can get it at local stores, including Sharon Care Pharmacy in Belen, Durant Central Pharmacy, Sam's Regent Pharmacy, Best Buy Pharmacy, Manol Pharmacy, Evergreen Herbal Market, Moses Country Store, Village Poth Cure and Cedar Crest, Care Drug in Aztec, New Mexico, and Sierra Blanca Pharmacy in Rio Doso. You can also go to Addison Drug if you happen to be out in Fort Sumner, Billy the Kid, where And you go to memoryvitalizer.net, lifelink.com, or order direct, 800-606-0192. That's 800-606-0192. Folks, we've covered a lot Uh, next week. uh, We've got a live call-in show, uh, which we'll be doing, which I'm looking forward to that. I get to do that show with you next week. Yeah, and I promised
1: one of our callers last time that we'll do a little bit on thyroid disease. Also, I thought we'd review a little bit of unique anatomy called the heart and the vascular circulation and just uh, do a few, you know, simple physiology lessons about how that stuff works and how amazing it is that a little grapefruit sized one pound organ is able to put out more blood in circulation. In one single day, in terms of gallons that it pumps around, then your car will use in gasoline for a whole year. It's an amazing quick review of how magnificent and wonderful our heart is. Well, folks, thank you for joining us, and we hope that some of the information we put out there is useful to you. That's the purpose of the show. And as much as possible, we try to make it something you can do without having to own a prescription pad. Stuff that, that just thinking through can help your health. There you. Yeah,
0: thank you so much. Uh, thanks, everybody, for being here. Right here in the Kiva, am 600 KIV, FM.